Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Come to Business Life coming up. Finance Ministry makes progress towards settlement of $140 million. Trafigura debt as Ghana High Commissioner insists the development has not affected work in London. I know, I know the Ministry of Finance is taking steps to settle <laughs> the debt. Yes. Ratings agency Fitch predicts an increase in the Bank of Ghana's foreign reserves to $7.7 billion in 2025, as it also says another round of domestic debt exchange unlikely to happen. Plus, African leaders urged to remain resolute in ensuring African continental free trade area becomes the game changer of making Africa self-reliant to withstand shocks from the international market. Africa has been formed for how many years? And I think the impact is not being felt now. So what I would urge is that we have the right conduit, and AFTAC is number one. If you have AFTAC and it works and works very well. We've got details of these, plus many more coming your way all in a moment. Let's stay. It's a pleasure to have you on. I am Pius Kojo Baka. Let's now settle for the details. And Finance Ministry has made significant progress towards settlement of $140 million Trafigura judgment debt. That's according to Ghana's High Commissioner to the UK and Ireland, Papa Wuswankoma. It is coming after the Singaporean commodity trading um, firm moved to seize one of Ghana's commercial properties and possibly other assets in London to defray the debt. But Papa Usman Kuma says government has made some progress regarding the settlement of the debt. I know, I know the Ministry of Finance is taking steps to settle <laughs> the debt. Yes, yes. The Ministry of Finance is taking steps to settle <laughs> the debt. Yes, yes. Better appreciation of it. Joining us via Zoom is economist Dr. Patrick Isumin to help us understand all of these. Uh, pleasure you could join us here on the marketplace. 
Even before we get into the various sectorial contributions to the overall GDP, where we recorded 3.2% expansion for quarter two, would you say this is impressive? Good afternoon to you and good afternoon to viewers. Thanks for having me. So I think the, the overall number, 3.2, you might think is impressive, but I think when, when you begin to unpack it, you realize that there are still significant weaknesses in the economy. I would not say I would not say never again. You know, don't forget that I've also been attorney general before, and I, sometimes I appreciate I appreciate uh, you go home and you talk to the uh, finance minister. Well, uh, confidentiality accepting, yeah. he may give you uh, an update on it. I mean, Papa Uswanko, my that interaction with my colleague Georgia Faith uh, in London. Away from that, ratings agency Fitch is predicting an increase in the Bank of Ghana's foreign reserves to $7.7 billion in 2025 from $4.4 billion in 2022. This will put the import cover or months of current external payments to three months. Here's more. The rating agency said non-payment of interest on selected external debt pending a restructuring and a marked reduction in merchandise imports will contribute to an expected current account surplus of 1.1% in relation to the size of the economy in 2023 compared with a 2.1% deficit in 2022. It also forecasts the current account to remain in surplus in 2024 and 2025, although this forecast is subject to development in the external debt restructuring. Vers is expected to strengthen the value of the city against the dollar. Meanwhile, Fitch says another round of local debt exchange is unlikely in the near term. According to Fitch, the local currency debt exchanges represent a debt service reduction of 52 billion cities in 2023, about 6% of estimated 2023 gross domestic product or 39% of estimated 2023 revenue and grant. And it is important we have a discussion on the back of this. And joining me on the back of this is a senior finance lecturer at the University of Cape Coast, Sir Amkawo, for more. Thanks so much, sir, for joining me on Business Life. First off, do you hold the view that the Bank of Ghana could build such reserves in the short period as been predicted by Fitch? Thank you very much. Yes, I strongly hold the same view that the Bank of Ghana could hold a reserve of $7.7 billion uh, covering three months, and then even as the year goes by, improve upon it. We've always been of the view that any time that we have IMF with us, we, we tend to do the right things, and then we don't have any option now than to make sure that we obey the agreements that we've entered into with IMF, we ensure that we recover from the debt. We, our debt levels have to be sustainable and to ensure that going forward, we do not go back to the same position. So I strongly hold the view that, yes, we can build the foreign reserve up to three months and even more looking at the rate at which we are moving. Mm. And again, you believe this is purely based on the outcome of the IMF program. Do you think so? Sir Amkawo's line seems to have... Yes, I believe it's purely IMF program. We would be doing ourselves into financial difficulty. 
I see. This, of course, would have um, a major implication on the performance of the city, right? Surely it's going to have a major impact on the performance of the city. Once we have enough reserve, there will not be any much pressure on us. Uh, we're going to have more inflows, and then we're also going to enhance our uh, fiscal um, stabilization policy to ensure that government spends within the limit, hence boosting the foreign exchange earnings and strengthening the uh, the foreign exchange rates that we have in the economy. Because once we have enough uh, foreign reserve, it means that you don't have more pressure on you as you move ahead. So you can easily use your reserve to buy the things that you want to buy. All right. Thank you very much, um, Sir Amkawa, for your time. He is a senior finance lecturer. At the Thank University you very much, my brother. Kiko, speaking to me on business life. All right. So let's stay a while longer with the central bank because the second deputy governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Elsie Adouawaji, has stated that stakeholders in the corporate restructuring and insolvency industry can always learn from international best practice in journals to enhance operations in the sector. According to her, observations from other jurisdictions will provide an array of lessons to advance delivery in the industry. Mrs. Awaji spoke at the launch of the maiden edition of the Corporate Restructuring and Insolvency um, Journal spearheaded by the Ghana Association of Restructuring and Insolvency Advisors. Garia is an association of professionals with an interest in restructuring and insolvency formed on 8th August 2006 to play a leadership role in corporate restructuring, business recovery and insolvency in Ghana. Speaking at the launch of the mating edition of the Corporate Restructuring and Insolvency Journal published by Garia, Second Deputy Governor of the Bank of Ghana, Elsie Adu Awaji said, players in the sector will get the opportunity to to explore from the experiences of others in the corporate insolvency industry. The corporate insolvency and restructuring journal is designed to be the mouthpiece of Ghana's relatively young but fast evolving insolvency and restructuring industry. It provides professionals in this space a place to provide thought leadership on various issues pertaining to or affecting the practice of corporate insolvency and restructuring. And it is my personal hope that this journal would also lead the public discourse, would shape the public discourse when it comes to matters of corporate failures um, and such, because sometimes the reporting around it and the discourse around it um, hasn't been very charitable. And hopefully this journal would help to shape uh, a new culture that is more supportive of business rescues um, and, and restructuring and insolvency practice going forward. On his part, the CEO of Garia, George Fosu, said the journal was produced to complement the company's code. The genesis of the journal um, began some, probably some 10 years ago, um, when, or maybe more than that, when um, Felix Addo, the president of Garia, um, started his journey um, towards um, insolvency. Um, what, what him and a group of other professionals found out was the fact that the company's code was quite inadequate to address um, the trajectory that Ghana was on as in the context of 
its integration into the global economy. Felix Addo is the president of Garia. He has been sharing some views on the journey to publish the journal. A couple of years ago, when we bumped into each other in one of these events, and uh, she intimated that, uh, well, for uh, an organization to be truly recognized as a thought leadership organization, and also to be a professional association, in addition to having a body of knowledge, having a code of ethics, having members registered and a membership uh, committees and all those things, and paying dues. We shouldn't forget that. Uh, we should have a journal too. Let's talk energy-related stories and energy strategies. Dr. Yusuf Suleimana has urged African leaders to remain resolute in ensuring the African continental free trade area becomes the game-changer of making Africa self-reliant. According to him, that can be the panacea to minimize the impact of the Israel-Hamas um, war on the continent when it comes to oil prices. He argues if African economies are able to trade among themselves effectively and after, the continent wouldn't suffer the adverse impact of the conflict should it escalate. He was speaking on to the World Bank's warning that oil prices could hit $150 per barrel as a result of the escalating Israel-Hamas conflict. He spoke on the marketplace. Africa and African continent, Ghana, they say our vulnerability is our ex- excessive dependent on external I mean, importation of uh, commodities. So what we need to do is that the World Bank is spot on on that. We have, they are just telling us that we have to be self-reliant. And we mentioned it several times. There was a mention of this trade route. If you look, if you remember the last time, I mentioned the fact that Ghana or uh, Ghana is a host to what we call AFTAC. AFTAC has been formed for how many years? And I think the impact is not being felt now. So what I would urge is that we have the right conduit, and AFTAC is number one. If you have AFTAC and it works and works very well, then you know trade barriers are broken. Trade barriers are similarly, you know, um, trade restrictions are similarly removed. I think it's going to have a lot. For if we begin to trade among ourselves, um, and most of this external impact, we're not going to feel it. And that I, I guess so surprised that um, African continent will trade more with external parties than we trade among ourselves. What is wrong with us? I think that's a problem there. We need to look into that. And so, yes, uh, the way out, the credible conduit out of this karma, whenever it hits, whenever it, it does take hold, center hold within the global economy, will be to be self-reliant. And we have every opportunity to do that. Let's have refineries. Let's not depend too much on importation. If you have refineries, that will help. If you make use of conduit like after African Development Bank and the rest, I think this is our, 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 our best bet. And if we do them and make them work and work, prof- and work well, uh, rather, most of this external impact, we don't want to feel them that much. You're still watching Business Life more after this break. Every day, people have money emergencies. Mom, I need my school fees. Emergency. Mom, it's your money emergency. Emergency, emergency. Catch it. I'm your rent. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, Charlie, and enjoyment. 
Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, and enjoyment. Our cargoes after leaving the port. If anything at all, the authorities of COVID-19... Easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs. Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. Ghana. Now, countries like Namibia, Lesotho, Kenya, Botswana, and Mauritius have higher insurance penetration ranging from 7% to at least more than 2%, while Ghana's current penetration is just above 1%. That's according to figures from the National Insurance Commission. Now, the Insurance Brokers Association of Ghana is a key stakeholder in the insurance industry and believes that the penetration of Ghana could improve if a lot more Ghanaians understand insurance and purchase them through the channel used mostly by countries with best practices. In studio with me today is the president of the association, Shaibu Ali, to share his thoughts with us on this subject. Thanks so much, Shaibu, for joining me on Business Life. My first question has to do with why is insurance penetration low in Ghana? Thank you very much for the opportunity. So I can say, I can give you three reasons why insurance penetration is low. Number one is the fact that people hardly have disposable income. You take your salary, by the second, third week, the salary is finished. Mm. I think about rent, food, medicals, and all that, school fees. So insurance becomes the last thing that everyone, people want to think about. So mm. disposable income and lack of it is a key factor of it. The second part of it, the second reason is the lack of knowledge about insurance in itself. You know, unlike some of the other subjects like banking that is introduced to us very early in life, mm. insurance, most people will get to know about insurance maybe after school when they start to work and mm. all that. And it's basically when they have to do compulsory insurance, more to that people really have to do with that. So there's a lack of knowledge about insurance. People who grow or come up in the developed world, they know about insurance from very early on. So it's very easy for them to understand and want to purchase it. The last one has to do with what I call myths or mistrust about insurance. The public have lots of mistrust about insurance because of things that they might not have experienced themselves, but things they've heard people say. Somebody has had a claim, it wasn't paid, and all that, so they keep spreading it. So all this goes to... To, to tone down their interest in, in, in insurance. These are the three broad categories that so they keep spreading it. So all this goes to to, to, to tone down their interest in, in, in insurance. These are the three broad categories. They are living with a sickle cell condition and how they are managing. We even had um, a woman who was as old as I think 87 years who was still living with the disease and she was telling us about how she was or she's been able to manage herself since she got to know. I guess your association has a major role to play and that of the National Insurance Commission. What more have you been doing, especially on the back of the education uh, bid? So, so far as well, mistrusting insurance because other people missold policies to them, mm. because other insurance companies did not want to pay losses. But thank God, we've come a long way. We have a very active commissioner or commission mm. that is there to check these things. So if any client you have a claim or you are buying insurance, you think he's been cheated, if you go to the NIC, this will be resolved. If an insurer doesn't want to pay your claim or if a broker is dilly-dallying with you, mm. go to the NIC, it, it will be sorted out. The insurance companies themselves, wanting we sell would want to pay all claims that are genuine, mm. like as, as soon as they happen. Difficulties will come with claims when there are 
issues with the claim. Other documentation is not up to scratch or something. Someone is trying to, to put in um, a fake claim or an ungenuine claim. Those ones will drag. But most of the insurance companies today would want to pay. And the insurance companies, I can tell you that they are looking. For us as IBAG or mm. brokers, because we and the insurers are in the same profession, we know the same things. When there's a claim, there is no reason an insurer will look at me and say they will not pay a claim. What's the reason they have to give? So it makes it a lot more easier if you buy the policy through a broker because the broker is there to check, meet, meet the, the insurer. And the insurance companies are very liquid. Mm. People, um, capitalization has been increased significantly on the market. So all the insurance companies that are operating are very liquid. I, I guess in as much as you making progress in you know, improving insurance penetration, you would agree with me that indeed there are some bad nuts within the sector. What is your association doing um, with the complement of the uh, National Insurance Commission to weed them out? So far as the association is concerned, any client, anyone who deals with a broker and has issues with a broker, come to the National Brokers Association. We are very well knit together association and we call that company to order. If you have a claim and the claim is not being paid, you can either choose to go to the National Insurance Commission or come to the Insurance Brokers Association. Even GI itself has set up a claims complaints bureau where you can lay your complaint and it will be picked up. So these three prong areas are there to, to help. And how, how quickly and easy would that be? As quick as possible. The, the NIC has has actually instructed insurance companies to pay claims in millions of dollars within two weeks. Okay. Once that, the NIC has, has actually instructed insurance companies to pay claims in millions of dollars within two weeks. Okay. Once that, people are beginning to find out if there will be any new improvement. But two things come to mind if you ask me about the performance of phones in the next 10 years. Predictability, unpredictability. First one, maybe we can predict, especially with the trends, you know, um, currently with the camera, with the performance, for instance. And there, there are issues with the claim. All right. I would like you to look to your camera, um, advise those who have not considered insurance as a key um, risk transfer. If you want to buy an insurance policy, the easiest way is to buy it through a broker because the broker understands everything and would walk you through it. You are a banker. You are a market woman. You sell stuff. Concentrate on your core activity. Let the broker do your insurances for you. And when you have a problem, you don't have to even worry yourself. Just go to bed. The broker will set it. All right. Mr. Shaiwalu, we are indeed grateful for your time here on Business Life, speaking to us on insurance and, of course, how to ensure we improve the penetration of insurance in the country. All right. Let's switch topics to some other stories we have for you. Senior Investment Promotion Officer Research Division of the Ghana Investment Promotion Center, Edmond Ofoli Onyame, has called on businesses in the Buno region to collaborate with the center to profile businesses and skill them up to attract the required investors. Now, speaking at a business forum in Sunyani, Mr. Ofoli Omani um, said the collaboration will also help them project unknown businesses and address challenges affecting their growth. Precious Semevor has more. Investment Promotion Center, GIPC Regional Sensitization Tour in Sunyai brought together industry players, including the Regional Coordinating Council and Assemblies, for education on the functions of the center. The forum, supported by the World Bank, also aimed at identifying investment opportunities in the Bono region and showcasing them to investors, as well as encouraging chiefs on the need to make lands available for investment purposes, among others. 
According to the GIPC's Senior Investment Promotion Officer, Research Division, Edmond Ofoli Onyame, local businesses must be positioned in a way that offers confidence to investors, hence the need for collaboration to profile businesses. We would like to be able to, like I mentioned, scale up those businesses through investment profiling. There are businesses who haven't really done their paperwork properly. There's a, you have to learn to profile your business. You have to learn to have maybe a, a, a business plan, for instance, if you are looking to engage a partner or engage an investor. The local business must have those things ready so that the, the, the investor can have some, some, some comfort and confidence in dealing with you as a local business. So it's one of the reasons why we are here, to ensure that these businesses are upskilled in that in that sense and then they can provide us the documentation we'll be needing to showcase to investors at large. He advised businesses to do due diligence on business models to ensure sustainability. Every time we want to set up businesses we give ourselves a number of years of research. You have to do good due diligence. You have to look at the terrain, you have to look at the sector that you are focused on and ensure that you meet the needs of that sector. So for instance if you're in the tomato sec sector and you want to process tomato, you must have done some legwork and research on the processing of tomato and where to source your raw material. So the whole point about factories closing due to raw material is based on the business module that you, you have as a business. Either you want to backward integrate or you want to start the full value chain. Any which one that works best for you is what you should, you should go with. And mind you, if you go with it, you have to bear the full consequences of that. Regional Minister Justina Osubanahini urged the assemblies to identify development projects that can be comfortably marketed by the GIPC to help create jobs. The business forum was on the theme, Grow in Ghana, Grow with Ghana, Precious Semevo Joy Business, Sunyai. So with Pat Company here on Business Life with me, Pios Kojo Baka. For more stories, do log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. We've got international business for you.
TV and Sir Journalist of the Year for this 27th edition of the awards, Erastus Asari Donko of the Multimedia Group. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for him again. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Erastus Asari Donko of the Multimedia Group.